welcome to Hello. Beneath the Bridge. Hello, I don't know why I turned into Yoda. That yeah. was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> Episode four. Yeah, four. Who'd have thought we'd make it this far, eh? Who'd have thought <laughs> four out of eight until we get bored? Eight, is that how many we're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you best listen quick then. Only four left. <laughs> Meg's filming. Hi, Meg. Hi, Meg. Welcome back. Did you see us on Tickety Tockety last week? <laughs> how many views did we get, Meg? Two hundred and forty-eight thousand. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe it? You might be able to see. In about here, we got uh, Kelsey. Liz gives a wave. Yeah, Will's on the bar. Say hello, Will. Hello, Will. Very Hi. good. And we've Come got a guest. Now. We've got a guest. We're going to introduce you to very soon. He's drinking Seven Up, uh, which is great for our bar time. <laughs> um, George, how was your week, mate? Great. All yeah. Good. What yeah, been yeah, up, yeah. What up to here? We had our first. Testing, testing. We did, didn't we? And actually, this brings me swiftly onto our first feature. It's new. It started last week. This is George's Reviews. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I did it. Okay. So we had Hang on. We need a fucking theme tune, mate. Very good. So, yeah, last week, George reviewed Daniel Kitson. I did. With funny, incredibly funny 10 out of 10. Yeah. Or something yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. wasn't it? And this week, we had... Sarah Milken. Give us your review, George. It's fucking incredible. So, you did 10 with Daniel. What's Sarah getting? 10 again Ten, this is I think the 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 thing that I like about it is that they come on with a the the they come on with a with a script with just some notes come on use your words they come on with some notes and then they say oh I'll try this one and then if it doesn't work if no if it's not quite as funny the fact of them going now nah, that was shit yeah is funny it's quite a pleasure being yeah, in the room yeah. with that isn't it and i mean from a from a wanky point of view it's quite nice to see the process so if you're into that I it's good that and fun. testing testing is the last sunday of every month yeah however i feel like we might have nearly sold out i think we sold over 100 tickets last time we checked and we've not even announced Good who shit. is on so it's going to be a good it's going to be a good feature um new feature as well you don't know about this one this nope. is called sacra it's called what sacra i'll explain Sci- in a minute do oh. the theme tune mix <laughs> fucking awful <laughs> so apparently i cry a lot last podcast i said i cried twice um, but I was quite pleased that you texted me when Milliken was on. You said, it's fucking bouncing in here, I might cry. Yeah. Why? Why might I cry? Yeah, why did you tell us why? I just because think it's good that men cry. Yeah, I suppose so. I think, it, I think it's just, just having, having, having the arches full of 150 people who want to be there. A lot of the people in there had never been here before. Mm. And just enjoying it just makes you... And when you're, you know, when you're setting up the theatre or when you're in there before anyone's in there, Compared to when you're in there, when 150 yeah. people are in there. No, it's good. And it's good, and it does make it does get it does get you yeah. feeling a bit well yeah. up, doesn't it? You know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's really good. I cried this week. Good. Oops, someone's on the can. That was loud. <laughs> um, you have to ask me why I cried. Why did you cry? I'll tell you why I cried. Thanks for asking. I went to see my nephew in um, Joseph and the Technical Dreamcar. Great. Um, at school, and I was casting maybe like 20 lads. Um, these lads were all different ages, sizes, heights, race religions, beliefs, and they did a brilliant, brilliant performance. I was so proud of him. I I didn't swear then because I was talking about my nephew. That was good, wasn't it? And you know what it made me think overwhelmingly was, fuck you if you think the arts don't do stuff for young people. Fuck the Tories, man, I don't care. (laughs) Taking the money out of schools, those kids on that stage will never forget that. And they grew as people and they bonded as people like nothing else can do. Yeah. And and it really made me upset. Yeah. Well, this podcast is not about me, unfortunately. But the reason Good, I, thanks for coming. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> the reason I am an actor is because I did performing arts from the age of seven at school. 
like the shows I did at high school if that that didn't happen there's a group of us that if that didn't happen to we wouldn't be in the creative we would not be creative and certainly now certainly for young lads I think as well it's not always the easiest route to go into there's a lot of toxic masculinity out there yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I just thought it was absolutely brilliant to see those lads on that stage smashing it having fun Fake beards. Fake beards, fake, fake moustaches, yeah. ladies' wigs. I, you said beards then. Which I did, fake beards. Oh, you don't call them that? No, no, no. <laughs> Whatever you mean. <laughs> anyway, you can hear him laughing. He's having a, the best day of his life. Uh, sipping his seven up. It's, uh, here we sorry, mate. I know. Sorry, we're coming. We're coming. It's, uh, it's brilliant, uh, George Bakari, but George, our George Miller, has a very important I question. Do, I do. What's the question, George? George, who the hell are you? Who the hell am I? Hey, it's George McCurry, everybody. Give him a magic round of applause. <laughs> oh, the crowd goes wild. Fucking mad. Oh, I don't know. Oh, very good. You did a what? I like that. The crowd goes wild. You did play it, Very good. We'll pretend yeah. that was a seamless yeah. link. Oh, that was mate. nice. That was very nice. Good intro. Tell us about yourself, mate. Thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure, man. Um, yeah. Um, you're, you're, you are an actor, yeah. director, facilitator of, of acting. I think so. Yeah, I'm an actor first, and and, and you know, my end goal is I'd like to direct theatre. I think that's where I see ending my career. That, right. And it's not like it's uh, that's my retirement plan. Not in terms of like, oh, that's the end. It's like where I'd like to be in my 50s is directing plays and mm. it's not becoming about financially viable about living you need money like you can yeah, go yeah. and direct you know beautiful pieces of theatre and have great casts that's what I'd like to do that's funny because most of your work is TV you're, most you're, of it's TV I started spending... off in the theatre in London right um, but yeah and I, then... I guess one of the big questions people ask is ooh, ooh, ooh like, certainly if you're not an actor they're like ooh yeah. what, what's the difference between TV and theatre have yeah. you got a bead on that yeah or? I do I think the principles are the same um, for me, like I was just talking about Daniel's take, like mine, mine is, is very much we're acting constantly anyway. It, we just adapt to circumstances. Great. And Fantastic. for me, you know, if we do that as humans, it's about understanding that principle as an actor and how you're going to do that as yourself. In the theatre, obviously, we make the audience believe in what we're doing on mm. television. It's about you believing so the camera will pick it up. So there's less projection on screen than there is on the theatre. But I enjoyed my, I like, I'd done a play. I went, I only worked for two theatre directors, and that's Matthew Dunstall or Tim Sheeder, like, because I am quite picky on plays because um, it's, it's got to be something that I really want to do. What plays, what plays did you do with those directors? So, I, well, I was the youngest bottom Oh, in on a London stage ever. I was great. 22 and played bottom in a Miss Machine for Matthew Dunster, which was great. Brilliant. Dunster's, Dunster's yeah. a big name, Amazing. man. Yeah, big yeah. Name. And Tim Sheeder, who's now going to the Donmar next year, was the artistic director of part. Started my career off yeah, as Piggy in Lord of the Flies, and then I'd done bottom for him the following year, and then I went back to do Peter Pan, and then I had a big break, and then I went back to do 101 Dalmatians last year. Amazing. Yeah, so I had a great... Um, do you know what, that's good as well, testament to you, mate, if directors are using you again. We always say, like, totally. many actors can work for a director once, it's whether you're going to work for them again. That's that's, that's Yeah, and, I think, and I've been quite lucky in television because it's more or less been the same producers who, uh, you know... Well, obviously, it's directors who employ you, but it's the same producers, I feel, who've championed me mm. to put me in front of directors to go, right. do, you, do you feel this person, you know? One of your first TV credits, I remember watching you, and forgive me, you'll have been yeah. in loads more, but uh, I remember watching Ordinary Lives. That's because yeah. I loved Ordinary Lives. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing, wasn't it? Was that, where was that on your... Well, that was my first time playing a regular. Before that, I literally only done, like, five minutes on Happy Valley mm. uh, for Nicholas Schindler, who was at Red Productions at the time. So that five minutes opened the door with Red and Nicola Schindler. And then just, just so you know, uh, George is gesticulating with his finger on the table. Yeah, sorry. Sounds like dinosaurs walking around. It's, not, it's a uh, T-Rex <laughs> finger. <laughs> Trying to saw his finger. But yeah, you, so that was your first regular. That was my first regular, How much, yeah. This is, this is interesting, isn't it? Because a lot of people out there, like... And we teach acting over the road. And, yeah, and yeah. 
you can only teach so much when you get into that situation yeah like it, it, it's shit I'll get off the pot sink yeah, off for a yeah. minute how much did you learn on that first gig I, I, well I learned everything about it, oh god it went back I'm going to go and sound really long it went back to my old drama school days I actually had to become a part of an ensemble because Ordinary Lives was an ensemble piece yeah, it was, and I was the only one without profile major all my TV jobs I've always been the only one who's not had profile mm. which have been quite lucky to stay yeah, off yeah, that yeah, yeah. trajectory of what they're on so I remember Ordinary, Li- uh, Ordinary Lives being really intimidating because I was a part of a triple act with Jason Manford and Mackenzie yeah, Crook yeah. you know and they're big Mackenzie as well heavyweight in the acting world mm, and yeah, Jason yeah, yeah. was a it, I once played darts with Mackenzie Crook in a pub oh, wow. fucking random innit was that during Ordinary Lives it wasn't no it was no, not no no no, no. he's I a was, great actor he's a fucking great I fucking actor. learned so lovely, much lovely lovely man beautiful well. and an amazing theatre television right. writer director but I learned so much off Mackenzie Crook you know yeah. he taught me about television watching him really because it was the art of simplicity I see yeah. with Mackenzie yeah. Crook yeah, yeah. but yeah that was my first regular before that I don't think about two free credits but like episodically which gave me the skills to be then be able to get as a regular and so. but now uh, you've got two gigs on the go at the moment two yeah, telly gigs yeah so I've just uh, well I've just I finished a film last year with Nick Frost mm. uh, which was the early part of last year which was my first film I've ever done yeah, yeah. which was amazing for Sony are you um, allowed to are you, did you tell not really you're not no, allowed to tell don't worry, don't worry. So I, I can tell we'll, we'll make it up what's it called George uh, the, the, the the legends of the yellow wheels. <laughs> Fucking hell, you melt that, didn't you? Show it. It's a great film. Yeah, <laughs> come in, come in soon. Good, 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 you. If, you, if you say what it is and we bleep it out. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Dude. Oh, well, you can't God. beep after oh, yeah, it. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll beep it in post, don't okay, worry. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we will yeah. leave the fact that you beeped after yeah, it. Yeah, so it'll be going beep, beep. Great. That was a new skill within itself, like learning how to do a film. I've never done a film before. I thought you were talking about beeping out your own. I'm beeping out. It's a skill of a drama school darling. But I said that was a. I had to learn again. Yeah. Different principles. How? Well, because like film is so slow, you do yeah, one scene yeah. a day and you'd be spending, we were on split, so we we're doing 12 hours like on the one scene and I was like, I mean, not done. But then the wow. camera goes so, and it was just like, oh yeah, and it's, they do it still with the shaft, the shit. What is it when they, the, the big crane thing? Or? Well, they had this thing where they said, you know, check it. They do it on one, you know, like, um, so with the, with the TV, it's all digital. They yeah. still have the. Was it, it was shot on film. film? Yeah, on film, yeah. Is it? Do you know yeah. the listeners he's shot on film at the moment? Karen Henthorne shooting oh, the yeah, listeners. Yeah, 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 Ian yeah. Mercer was in the other day doing the quiz, and he told me, he said, shot on film. Film directors love it. Fucking unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would fill me with fear. You're filled with fear anyway when you're in front of a camera. Time you don't is want to very fuck precious, up. isn't it? As soon as you fuck up with film, you're like, well, that's cost 200 quid worth of film. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. So that was learning. That's cool. That's cool. And then I don't know, I've just wrapped on a, a job called After the Flood, which is a Key Street production Great. with Sophie Rundle playing the lead. Uh, so I was a regular on that. It was great. Like, oh, mate, you're smashing it. Yeah, you're smashing it. But I'm not under any illusion that it can stop at any minute. It is mad, isn't it? It can yeah, drop yeah. just like that. I've been there. Yeah, so madness, I'm not man. Under no illusion, like you yeah, know, yeah. get it while you can, enjoy it. But you, what did they always say? The, the next job could be your last job or something like that. There's yeah, a yeah absolutely. There's that one. And then I always go, uh, what you want to think of is that when you're waiting in the trailer or waiting for the next job, that's when you're being paid. Because yeah, yeah, we enjoy yeah. it so much. When you're acting, you're yeah. doing it for free. Of course. But the waiting yeah, is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. what you're getting paid for. He pays to wait. We act. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, that, absolutely. That's, the, that's always the thing. You put that much better, George. Thanks for that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did you say? Go ahead. Um, um, they, they pay to wait. You act for free. Yeah. yeah. That I is used, a running saying. I used yeah, about 200 yeah. words. I just you didn't know that saying. Because that is a running word, though. Even even 
really well established actors say that you know that you great pairs to wait yeah absolutely yeah. you know um, and, and whether that's six months or just three hours on a fucking trailer well that's right? the thing and I mean you, you speak to people who aren't actors and stuff and they and they hear about how much you get for a commercial how much you yeah, get for yeah. these TV jobs that you yeah. do and and they they go like, oh, God wow but what you do what what you have to then explain is yes that's sort of paying me until I get another Absolutely. job. Absolutely. You know, that, yeah, yeah. That, that chunk of money that you get. I had a mate yeah. who got an advert, he got 50 grand, Whoa. and we were like, whoa, mate. And he didn't get another job for three years because it, it was so widely spread. And we well, were that's like, why they Actually, pay that's so worked much. out at f- f- 14 grand, whatever it was, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We were like, wow, it that's crazy. It evens out, doesn't it? If you yeah. just do one job, that's what I mean. You- Never count your chickens. Yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. Good stuff. Anyway, enough about you. Come I'll on. Is that it? I've got more to say. We'll talk to you in a bit more, <laughs> mate. And George, George has got his wonderful, um, it's his favourite section, I would what say. What is it? What is it? You know what it is? Oh, this Get or the that. theme tune ready. Ready? Yep. George, give us this or that. This or that. As you see, we've got no budget, so George nice. does the theme tune. That's very yeah. nice. That was good, that one. Oh, Meg, Meg liked that one. It was How many, out of 10? 8.5 that was 8.5 listeners out of 10 the problem Meg is once George has peaked he gives up <laughs> yeah so true I from now on they're going to be awesome. George Ricardo if you don't know this section George Miller is going to ask you a series okay. of questions that mean absolutely nothing but we enjoy asking you because it's fun isn't it um, uh, go George okay beach or pool beach oh he's in quick isn't he I like that. no I like fucking around from Bakari comedy. straight in comedy or tragedy comedy bar or club bar scrunch or fold Oh, he's pulling all the faces. Oh, he doesn't really know. Scrunch, scrunch, scrunch. Scrunch. I don't even know why. <laughs> do, you know, well, what, what, do you know what the question is, though? Because a, a lot of people don't know. Like, this is about how you use your toilet paper. Oh. And we've never, we've never had a scruncher. We are, we've always had folders. Yeah, yeah and, folders. And when a scruncher comes on, no, we are going no, to ask. So it would be a fold, actually. So you're folding. I'm folding, yeah. Yeah, wise, wise. Yeah, it would be a fold, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you, see, you see, you can't see again because it's a podcast. But what George just did is went into his mind's eye of himself on the toilet. I went. Like, I took on a given circumstances. Yeah, I saw, did, that. I saw that happen. He improvised in the moment using <laughs> formal text. <laughs> he used imagination, memory, and then language. And then he would be indeed. so fucking proud right now. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I learned. A good book or a good film? Good film. Excellent question. Good, good film. film. I talked over you. I'm so sorry. I was excited no, about no, the question. No, it's good. Good, film. good okay. film. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Uh, a f- cinema... Or a film at home? Cinema. I'm going to just... Surely this depends on what mood you're in. Mm. No, 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 cinema. I like that whole experience. Yeah. It seems yeah, to be yeah, new. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to elaborate on this question again. Are you a sort of Odeon kind of guy? You're an everyman kind of guy. Well, we had this, because I'm an Odeon, and then you gave me the right good say in the other week. <laughs> <laughs> Support your everyman. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, I've actually been to an everyman once, and apparently they're very nice. Like, no, look, other, I mean, really other good. cinemas are available, if you're yeah, listening. Yeah. But I love them. They've got sofas. And they bring you food. That one in Heaton Moor is really nice. What's that one? It's um, the Savoy. It's an independent oh, one. Oh, yeah. Ooh. 1940s, yeah, it's not yeah, yeah. changed. So you get a couch. It's really wow. nice. Wait, when, I did Porter, when I did Port at drama school, we went all around Stockport because they, they talk about the Savoy. Simon Stevens. Simon Stevens. Great play, that, isn't it? Great yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Harry Potter. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Mm-hmm. North or south? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, left, left, left. I don't know. I'm gonna cut the to celebrate that. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. Layers or a big coat? Oh, big coat. Big coat. I can't take it. I love a coat. Yeah, one big coat. So yeah, a t-shirt and big coat. coat. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Coke or Pepsi? Neither. Ah. The second guest second in neither. two podcasts who said neither. No, I don't do Coca-Cola. Wet socks or itchy jumper? Oh. 
What do I hate the most? Mm. Well, oh. does he have to choose one he'd, he'd live with? So, yeah, one oh, or the other. Um, Could him recoil. Itchy jumper. Itchy jumper, yeah. Do you know what? You have upped your game this Thank week. You, I'm proud of you, mate. Well done, George. Cheers. He's not even finished. The Beatles or the Rolling Stones? Beatles. Come on now, yes. Hey, June. No one knows the next words. I do. T-shirt or shirt? T-shirt. And then, a final one, which is a little bit of a longer, is would you rather lose your sense of smell or your sense of taste? Sense of smell, I think. Okay. Because taste, you can sort of smell, taste it, if you know what I mean. See, yeah, you're right. If you lose your sense of smell, can you still taste? Well, just, let's, harking, let's say just harking back to the uh, the old C word there. Those days when people lost their sense of smell. So yeah, that, that's that's my that's me done. I reckon. Wow! Well, round of applause for George. I'd like to thank all of the people that helped me get that list this week. You uh, know who you are. I've got a new feature, okay. um, which uh, uh, is we're just trialing it. We're just going to trial it, right? Uh, and it's called "What the fuck are you saying?" Um, I've just made that up. <laughs> Good. It's called, what the fuck are you saying? Um, uh, I'm going to show Mr. Bakari uh, a series of words that will phonetically sound like a phrase. Okay. Okay? We're going to show the people at home, if you're watching on Top Tick, okay. uh, what this says. Can you see that, Meg? Just do that with fingers. My fat fingers getting in the way. No, you got it? You got it? it? Right? This is, this is what... So you just say what's on the card and you've okay. got to guess what it, what it is. Okay? okay? Are you ready? Yeah. Hit us. What does it say? Eggs plows if dire hey ya. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no mate, this is the game. Eggs this is the game. What do you think that might be? Hey the funny thing is that everyone who's seen this knows exactly what you're saying. Fuck knows. It's fucking hilarious. Go on, say it quicker with a funny accent. Eggs plows if dire hey ya. <laughs> 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 Eggs plows what do you think it might be? A well-known phrase. absolutely. Do you want to, do you want to try, try it one more time? Uh, explosive diarrhea. I don't know. Fuck it. This is what you were trying to say, Mr. Bakari. Explosive <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> explosive <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I think that feature worked. And, um, I think we'll keep it. So we need a theme tune. Go, George. Bizarre. He's just nodding <laughs> like he's never done podcasting yeah, before. Right, he's tense. How are you staring at you then as well? Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a bit weird. Intense. I didn't yeah. know he doesn't kiss know. him or punch That's him. That's going to go yeah. in for a couple of This is moment, well, baby. You know. uh, anything happens on these podcasts, man, let me tell you. Um, that was uh, this or that and what the fuck are you saying? Oh, it's good. It's good. Maybe we don't need a theme tune. That was it. And uh, right now we're going to take a little break for the adverts. See you soon. The adverts. The adverts. That's right, Legends and Jelly Spurs, you are here for the adverts of 532's podcast, Beneath the Bridge. Hell yes. And we are here to talk to you about something we talked to you about before. It is... Give us a quid. Give us a quid. This campaign is ongoing, will continue to be ongoing until the day I die. Anyway, give us a quid. We are asking people to give us one pound a week if you can afford it. That's all. If you can afford it, one pound a week. Because it will maybe not feel like a lot to you, but to us, it will be absolutely huge. Just one pound a week from 500 people would be absolutely life-changing for the Arches. Keep us going, keep us alive, and be a huge, huge help. Massive thanks to all those people who've signed up already. You are legends. How can they do it, George? What is the address? So if you go to www.532.com forward slash quid. And how long does it take? Like... 
fucking 20 seconds. Not even, mate. I've done it 12. Wow. 12 seconds on your phone because you can use Apple Pay. Apple Pay. Other paying available things. Google Pay. Or yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it takes 12 seconds and you'll get a little email every week to go, thank you for your donation. And every now and again, we'll give you a massive shout on Twitter. And indeed, if you come in the venue, you'll probably get a cuddle. Yeah, yeah. Unless you don't want one, and then that's also fine. Of that course, could, yeah, consent that could, is important. Because that could also, could also make people not want to donate if you're thinking about And, yeah, it's not compulsory. Yeah, you don't yeah, have to yeah, get one. No. Anyway, 532.com forward slash quid. If you want to help the artists survive, we are a charity. 532.com forward slash quid. Get onto the website, 12 seconds, and you can be a huge, huge supporter of the artists. That's us from the adverts. Thanks very much. Adverts gone. That's getting worse, man. Yeah, I know. The brakes. Uh, I don't know why we've got these stupid noises uh, going on. I mean, I'm just following your lead. Mm-hmm. That's right. You do as I say. You shit your mouth. <laughs> Big shout out to my friend Jack Gogarty. I was at Stag Night this weekend. Yep. Uh, he did Jackmaster, which was excellently organised by yeah. Joe and Ben. Got nothing to do with acting, apart from we're all actors. Um, and my thighs are broken because one of the challenges was get from Angel to Brixton in a race with the other teams while stopping somewhere in London. It was Pride to get the most pridey photo you could find. Fantastic. And um, in an attempt to win points, just because I'm competitive, I snogged my friend. Yeah, I saw that. We didn't win. Uh, another funny story for um, those of you who know Big Jim. It's a big lad called Jim. I don't know how we got his name. He um, hates Uber and hates technology, and he hates <laughs> everything to do with technology. He was in uh, Warsaw filming a commercial, and he said he texted me the other day. He said, I've finally uh, given in to Uber. <laughs> um, so I signed up to get a cab because abroad is the easiest way to do it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But he accidentally signed up as a driver. <laughs> and now he's legally registered to drive taxis in Warsaw. <laughs> so he if he me, goes missing, we he know where he is. He sent me a screen grab the other day, which was an email from Uber going, please upload your driving documents. <laughs> <laughs> what an absolute right, fucking plonker. That'd be quite the weekend, wouldn't it? Yeah, weekend big away. shout out to uh, my friends Jim and Jack. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, both ends of the spectrum there, quite literally. Um, uh, we are back. We are with the man and legend George Bakari. How are you, George? Speaking in clap only yeah, now. Clap. That, was a, that was a good like interpretation, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. good. I'm it's back. Morse code. Morse code. Morse code. Yeah, for actors. <laughs> God, yeah. Unless you click, which is now a thing, apparently, isn't it? Oh, is it click? Yeah. Where'd you stand on that? Too old. I don't like it, mate. And also, my fingers are so fat, I can't click. Listen, George, tell us how you. Uh, sorry, George it's Miller. I cut you off. It's okay. Oh, you look terrified now. Please, what were you going to say? I was going to say you'd be really bad in a Bob Fosse musical. God, thank God we interrupted the conversation to well, come exactly back to that. Well, exactly, that's why I fucking <laughs> said fucking move hellfire. on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Bakari, yeah. uh, tell us a little bit how you um, got into the industry and any advice you might have for people looking to get into it, yeah. people who are just starting out, people who are just graduating, because I know you work a lot with um, drama school students. Yeah, yeah. I got into performance um, through therapy, drama therapy. Did you? I lost I my dad when mate. I was eight, so um, I was really struggling at school, and the, the head teacher at the time said, we just need something to channel his energy. We tried different therapy. The one which I really enjoyed was kites, drama therapy, um, and wow. then uh, carried on, so I'd done that academically through high school, and then had, didn't have much options, and I thought, well, I really enjoy this, so Great. I'm gonna go to college. 
Um, so I stopped drama therapy when I was 19, so I carried on for years and years, and years Have you ever thought about practising it? No, I, th- I want to leave it. I think yep. because mine was trauma outlet. So I did think of a while back in the early years, but I thought, no, I, I, I don't, I, I want to leave that. Fair you enough. Know? Yeah. Um, so that's how I did, and I just went to drama school. Which drama school? Uh, I went to MST. Um, MST? I teach, because I love teaching. I love teaching actors, you know. I try and venture out as much as I can to different places. I don't like being stuck in one... Um, at teaching school but I do like to see a variety of actors so I, I mainly now teach at London school London drama schools um, I just think because you get it's like a source of different people from all over the world so I, I like yeah. to enjoy that so yeah I, I love teaching as much as I do acting do you think this is um, this is not what we, we were pl- this isn't planned yeah. uh, so I'm throwing I mean, nothing is planned yeah. I mean well, God, what um, I do feel like there is still a disparity between London drama schools and Manchester drama schools. Now, it used to be you had to go to London to be an actor. Yeah, yeah. But now, I've, I, I hasten to be corrected on this, but it might be that that's changing. And, and actually, now a lot of people have got drama school in London and actually moving back north. Well, What's the training yeah, situation? I, well, then? I do, but I think, I think northern drama schools are losing funding, mm. as mm. we always suffer. Mm. You know, I think it got to a point where, you know, the North drama schools like your Aura, your Lipper, your MST, your Arden, um, were doing really well and being quite competitive towards London drama schools. But again, we're second in line in terms of funding wherever it comes from, mm, yeah. and they're closing down. Do you think that there was, um, with the Northern drama schools, there was this sort of weird niche, almost, yeah. almost like the South going, whoa, look at those edgy yeah, bastards. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and there, was a, there was a sort of fashion for us, and I include myself in that. I think, I think the Northerners, well, working class especially, were always the wild cards. You know, there was always like one or two working class and the rest. When I went to drama school, everybody was privileged. Mm, you know, yeah, and middle class, upper class. We were wild cards, but actually we hold our own. Working class come with a different set of experiences than what people would have done yeah. in, in middle class. You know, if you look at RADA, for instance, that is the elite. That's the Cambridge and Oxford of drama schools. Certainly is, mate. But I walked about there recently, and now I think drama school's in a good state. I had a walk of RADA recently, and it is mixed, full of, you know, global majority, LGBTQ, yeah. uh, disability. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's changed now. I think it, when me and you, Simon, went, it was a different world. It certainly was, mate. Yeah. It certainly was, and... and, uh, and it, it, it needed to change, but I, I going back to what we we're talking about, that yeah. North South divide. I wonder now if the South have gone, oh shit, this this is where we're at now. Yeah. Um. And and actually, that favoured Southern vibe is now back again because all of that uh, diversity, which do not get me wrong, is fucking brilliant. Yeah. And yes go 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 with all of that. But now the Southern drama schools are back. I know for a fact that Rada now is taking working class actors and, and, and like you said disabled actors diverse actors LGBT global majority whatever it is they're taking those actors now and a lot of those are from the north and I, and I feel like maybe there is a drought in northern drama schools then again yeah I think so but I, I, I can I dread for the future because for the people who for the working class people who do go to London there might be some who are extremely talented that can't afford it Totally. Or can't vi- you know viably afford it in any that's, way? That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't go to London. And same, you know, it's hard, isn't it? It's like and people are so passionate about their careers. But I'm a massive advocate of training. Uh, yes, you know, yeah. I, I I think it's very I, I, you know, 
I, I've always said about actors training, if that's in a private school or a drama school, it's like going to the gym. You know, people who like to flex muscles, they go to the gym and they work hard. Acting's about getting into a classroom and um, exercising your craft. Totally, yeah. totally. Well, when, you leave, when you leave, you miss it. You miss it, yeah, completely. yeah. I'm just going to take you off that point and we're going to move on to our next you know, section. really passionate about it. It's taking me away. No, no, <laughs> <we're> <laughs> carry on. Carry on with the passion, mate. Carry on with the passion. <laughs> okay. Um, um, but uh, it, we have a feature now. So it's not a new feature. So nope. George's theme tune will be excellent. This is what we like to call Real Talk. Real talk. Oh, snappy. Yep. Um, anyway, real talk is where we, um, I feel like we've already done it. I've got a sentence I'm going to read to you. It's quite a long sentence. Yeah. Um, um, and it's a sentence I've written. It's only my opinion. Um, and uh, we'll just, we'll bat it about for a little while. Yeah. So the sentence is this. Um, self-tapes have many benefits and support actors and creatives in being able to audition without expense and or access issues. However, producers have now recognised the financial benefits of these tapes and actors' talent is being overlooked, demanding almost arrogantly ridiculous tapes with no information and very little time or understanding of a person's personal time. It's damaging to the industry, people's mental health and undermines our entire craft as artists. Now before you go, because I know you'll, you'll have an opinion on this, I want to make it clear, this is not casting directors, this is not agents, this feels like a, a, a bigger problem. Um, and, and also one of the big things for me is that actors are really, really struggling to understand what is required of a self-tape because the information that's coming in. They're spending hours and hours. Brilliant Billy Doherty, was, he's in here all the time, and he was up till 2 a.m. the other day eating biscuits for a commercial casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't need to do that. You shouldn't be asked to do that. George? I think, well, I think the commercial and the drama self-tapes, I think, have to be split up because commercial is quite aggressive, fast-paced. Yeah. I think with drama, like, I think... You know, really good casting directors that give really sound advice. Like Andy Pryor, for me, on his um, podcast with somebody else, gave really sound advice. I think it was a Bas BAFTA Casting Craft, I think it was on. And Amy Hubbard done one. Gave really sound advice on self-tapes. Can we just talk from drama first? And then Go for it, man. Yeah, absolutely. This is your flow. I think the drama self-tape is... it's Finding a positive in it is... It's evolved. The audition's evolved because many more people will be seen where before it used to be tight lists. Yeah. You know, there used to be that saying that casting directors see the same people over and over. With the self-tape, they're able to open the horizons and give that opportunity to many more people who might not have got sore, you know. I think, you're, I, you know, I want to clarify that again. The self-tapes are wonderful. Yeah. And it does open. And drama schools as well, we just talked about yeah. drama schools. The ability to be able to audition in, in Manchester for a drama school in London, Scotland, for drama, yeah, great, yeah. absolutely fantastic. Um, so I, I, I'm not saying that self-tapes shouldn't exist. No, but I think commercial self-tapes, and they're very difficult because they want you to do really over-imaginative things with very limited resource and just that one, you know, you've got a camera in a room, that's all you can do, but they want you to do some really stuff which can actually make an actor feel quite vulnerable. Exactly, and, and I, think, I think one of my biggest uh, bugbears is like, as soon as I get a cell tape that says scene one, yeah. I'm like, what do you mean scene one? Yeah. Mm. Like, you, you, you guys writing this, you're the clever people, you're the, the advert people, right? You're using your imagination. You don't need to see me do scene one, two, even three. Use what you've got. And it, it, then they're going, like, put some music on it, film yeah. it in a garden, maybe. 
Film it, film it, uh, I film it in a garden. Yeah. What if I've got a nine to five job? I've got three kids who I've got to put to bed, and then I've got to film a self tape in a garden at ten yeah. o'clock at night. And it's raining. Get in the bin, and it's raining because we live in Manchester. With my self tapes, I just try and keep them. I said I don't really go for commercials because this is massive, and I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, if you yeah. Can, I, do you know what? It's not a problem. I've said it. I've said to Nikki, and I don't mind putting this publicly. If it can buy me and you a Rolex, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, because the cause buyouts they, they are dropped a, anyway. I know they're because they are. A, I find commercial castings are a cattle market. Market. Massively, you know, mate. You know, yeah. Uh, but you might struck lucky, you know. Um, but it's just hard. To, it's hard to picture commercial self tape. I think with drama, I always keep them plain and simple, like, and also bring consistency in your tapes. If that's you paying for a service or having a friend who you buddy up with, I pay for a service, and then you know, unless my person's not available. Doesn't pay us. I've come to you once. No, you have. You have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once. You never came back. I still take the same person for like four or five years of course and what you do you do that because you get it and you know it and you trust yeah. them and that's yeah. great but, it, but it's also not even much about the trust it's more about me feeling comfortable yeah. of course you know, of course um, it's fucking vulnerable yeah man. Michael Caine says it in his Active the Camera book he's like the actor's biggest issue is actually tension and mm. actually the more you relax the better performance you're going to get on, Absolutely. and the, the better you're going to look on let's camera let's talk about that then right and, and this, this for me is commercials and drama mm. yeah the more relaxed you are the better you're going to be on camera because we want to be that relaxed person but these, these tapes are not giving us that, that relaxed environment. Yeah, They're putting yeah. us under immense pressure. And the biggest pressure for me is that I don't know what they fucking want. Yeah. Even on a drama, we've talked yeah. about commercials. On a drama, I'm getting a script that's been written for the self tape, so it's not from the script. No. Okay. I'm not getting sent the full script yeah, or yeah. the episode, yeah. so I don't actually know what I'm doing. Sometimes I'm not given the title of the production, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I don't know what style I'm going in. Imagine going for a job interview. Yeah. Going for a job interview where you don't know that information. They're hard. I call, I call them blind castings. But then what do you do? What's your advice for people doing those? Because I go, I always go in and go, do you know what? This is the version of me you're getting. This is what I bring to this part. Yeah. Regardless, and because there's not a director in the room, you're getting probably more than a sous-son of bitterness and anger. And if you don't like it, get me in the fucking room. I, I think I think use instinct on that point. Yep. I think that's the only advice. Like I've not had many of them, but when I have had them, it's just like giving them a taste of an, an, an instinct that you might have. Because I suppose a, a good casting director will know that they're putting that material out. But I'm supposed they'll be so tightened yeah. at whatever they can. I give. don't think they're given chance to do their job anymore. No. Chris Everett's in the house. Big shout out, Chris. How you doing, mate? Um, I, I, talking about dramas then uh, and drama self tapes, a slightly different thing. Uh, a brilliant friend of mine, a fantastic actor, Richard Pepper. Do you know Richard? No. Uh, recently worked with Karen. I feel like we mentioned Karen a lot. She's busy though, she, isn't she? She's busy. Um, I, I talked with him at Conti for nearly a decade. Fucking lovely, lovely man. And um, I was at a wedding with him recently and he said, uh, look, read this article. It's on variety.com. And I shared it. I read it and I read the um, article that went for it. And a group of actors had got together. And they tried to demand this change of sort of ethos about what self-tapes were. And in that, I, I got some screen grabs from stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm just going to read you one of these. Yeah, yeah. It says, a self-tape cannot accurately demonstrate an actor's ability to take direction, nor can it give a director a sense of whether an actor would be an asset to the creative process. Tapes done at home are not a true reflection of how actors work, what they are capable of, or what they are like to collaborate with. Yep. Meetings are not only an opportunity for an actor to show what they can take direction, but they're also an opportunity for the actor to discuss the project, decide whether they wish to work with the people interviewing them. The face-to-face -face meeting is a part of the way actors build relationships with creative teams. And if the job is offered elsewhere, the actor banks the favorable impact we've had and may go on to be offered a different part in this or other projects. Mm. Thoughts? Yeah, I kind of agree. 
I think my experience of self-tapes is I've, I've done the self-tape and I've gone in the room and it's completely different. Mm. Yeah. I always find it's the director's... Again, I think it's casting making their list going, oh, I've not seen them before, get them in. Well, you know, show the director a variety and then... I think there's an expectation that they don't. They know that you're not going to have the final product. But do you, you know? not feel, though, that particularly on that last bit, if you, you've been in rooms with yeah. directors, you've been in auditions, and, and they've gone, God, George... Just wasn't right for that, which is absolutely fine yeah, yeah. because you know what? It's not always about talent. Ninety-nine yeah, yeah, percent yeah, of the time, yeah. it's not about talent. You're too tall, too small, yeah. too fat, too thin, too grey, too bold, whatever. Um, that's just about our opinion, uh, uh, the, the way we look. But actually, what they might then do is they might go, do you know what? This guy's perfect for this. It's happened yeah. recently. It's happened for you. Yeah, I, was, I auditioned and for many, many times for this one part. I didn't get it, and then they come back and said, actually, that wasn't right for you, but this is perfect for you. And was that an in-the-room audition? No. Was it, it was not? self-tape and Zooms. Wow. Oh, Zoom. Okay, yeah, Zoom, yeah. Zoom's slightly different, but what, I, what we get from Zoom is similar to what we get on yeah. the, the sort of in-person, because they get a sense of your personality. Yeah, yeah. You I know, quite, and they go, I want to work with them. Well, I'm just going to put this, I miss the room. I miss the I miss room, the room man. But I, I hate self-tapes. I know, I, but I've, 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 I've gone up for some stuff recently where I thought I'd never be seen for that. Never. Okay, fair. Okay. I mean, it is, it is a discussion. It's an ongoing discussion. Yeah. I think the big, the big takeaways for me are that it, it, it's difficult for an actor to do a self-tape. There's yeah. massive amounts of stress involved for those... N- not for me, because now I approach self-tapes with anger and bitterness, because mm. I'm... Why are you making me do this? Yeah. But, but there's, there's, there's hours and hours that go into it. Sometimes they've got to ask their family members to help out because they haven't got a reader. Yeah. Sometimes they've got to work around their nine-to-five job because, let's face it, not all actors have to work. They don't know what they want. They're trying to give this perfect thing. And, and I always say, look, if, if you think, this is what I've done, but a car went past. This is what I've done. But do you know what? The background is, is got a, the corner of a picture frame in. Yeah, yeah. This is what I've done, but the lighting's not perfect. What bollocks to it? Take care of your mental health. Again, oh, we're talking yeah. about it all the time. Like, yeah. You can't be spending hours. You're not in a studio. No, you're and giving you, them. And people are doing these at two o'clock in the morning. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. It's just. I think I quite like what the CDG brought out recently around the guidelines around um, uh, self tapes and auditions. Not always being adhered to, though. I know that for a no, fact. I think it will eventually. Hopefully, it hopefully, will becomes, yes. yeah. I think started like some now are starting to hold that ground. I think it'd be nice because then it becomes uh, you know a perfect a job. Then like on the yep. weekends yeah. we can you know have a weekend off. I used to dread back in the day. You know, and I'm with the artist partnership, and you know, getting well at the time it was Shepherd, but this was like years ago when they used to think, oh, I'm going out tonight, and then six o'clock would hit, and it'd be like a self tape straight. I'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, that's been planned, scuffled. But now it's like, yeah, but in for Wednesday, and I'm like, oh, perfect. Yeah, I well, fingers crossed. Weekend. Fingers crossed. Whether yeah. it's this article or whether it's a, or it seems a, a constant noise. It seems it seemed to come out, and people were adhering to it to a while for a while. But I've noticed that it's now going back the other yeah. way. Yeah, I'm going to post uh, this article in the link as well. Uh, have a look at it it's from Variety.com. It's written by a great handful of actors. Um, and I'll tell you one other thing about a self tape, <laughs> which has been new. Uh, a couple of years ago, I done a I know I done a self tape for my first audition. Then I met the director online. Mm-hmm. But didn't read for him. Just had a about great. forty-five okay, minute chat, that's and great. then he gave me my notes to do another self-tape. Oh my god! Well, I quite like that. Well, yeah, there's, yeah. there's the model that's, I'm signing up to. Let's let's make that a model. That let's make nice. that a model. Yeah. That is the closest you'll get into in the room. I would yeah. relax. Listen, man, I could talk to you all night. Unfortunately, I do genuinely have to go and do a self-tape, which involves me sharing my experience of jazz and tap dancing. Tune in later to see how that went. <laughs> um, come on, up, man. We got a question from the guest. Question from the guest. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> 
pose this question for, uh, for the whole thing, like for all of you. Well, what's the situation with the theatre and where are we up to? Where are we up to in terms of, like, its development? Yeah, because I know you wanted to kit it out, like, build the... Yeah, I mean, we're still looking for 200 grand. Um, that would be the dream. Uh, I think, um, for me, I, every now and again, and George, actually, you're on this page as well, mate, and everyone who works here is on this page. The theatre is the most annoying thing in my life mm. because I wake up every day and every morning I go, fuck, it's not finished. You know, we've got changing places, toilets going in the back. Yeah. We want to we put the air conditioning and the ventilation in there that we wanted to do, uh, that we have done in the bar that we're sat in now. We want to make the dressing rooms accessible and put actual working facilities in there and, and make it a working space. And, yeah. and there's a lot to do. Do you know what we need more than anything right now is as the bar gets busier and the theatre gets busier, we want to put the acoustic booth over the yes, door yes, so yes. that we can function as a bar and a theatre. And, and you know... As, as we grow, it gets more and more frustrating. We're looking, we're talking to sponsors. We're, you know, we're, we're after sponsors, if anybody's out there. So hopefully you'll eventually have that one organisation who will have, you know, want, want, to, want to participate in giving money to the arts. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and I think there's that, some out there as well. I think there's loads out yeah. there, mate. But um, yeah, we're still, we're still fundraising, which is why it's important for the Gives a Quid campaign as well. And I think, I think if in a dream world tomorrow a company or someone comes along and gives us £200,000... £2,000 is not enough. No, it's not. £200,000. <laughs> um, yes, the theatre will look different. Yes, it, it, it will be ventilated. Yes. It will be. It work perfectly. Whereas now it doesn't, and there's a lot of upkeep that comes from us to keep it mm. going as it is. But Absolutely. the thing that happen doesn't happen is nothing changes in terms of the theatre we put on in there. Oh, it's all enough. about growing. Like, but the growth is is physical and not what we actually put on in there because the st- we're so proud of the stuff we put on Absolutely, in there. Absolutely, I think I think the only thing would change is that the accessibility and the the exactly. our our ability to to do more yep. with the work that we're putting yep. on would change. Yeah. Right. So we're going to wrap up with our final feature, and yep. this is our TED Talk. George, what is your TED Talk? Every no is one step closer to a yes. Mm. Agreeing. Yeah. Ding, the agree sound. Every no is one step closer to a yes. So true. It's kind of life advice as well, right? Not yeah, necessarily I, I, just acting. No, no, just life. Yeah, Great, yeah. keep on going on, keep yeah. working hard. So I, I have it on my wall at home. You have it on your wall? In my bathroom, yeah. Do you? Once, well, that's you cool. Yeah. Well, you Along with live, laugh, live. Oh, God, live. Oh, forget it. Just like ah! <laughs> Live, laugh, love. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, live, laugh, we'll leave it on that. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. brilliant to have you, George Vicari. Thank you so much, mate, for your time. And always your support of the Archies. You're an absolute diamond. Thanks for coming, mate. Thank George, you. sign us off. Goodbye from beneath the bricks. Beneath the bricks. See you next week. We don't do it every week. See you next next two weeks.